We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. Bar Winkler Show. Damian Lillard is a Milwaukee Buck. That is the headline. The trade, if you're just hearing about this, holy God, the trade has gone down. Bye-bye, Drew Holiday. You will be missed. Bye-bye, Grayson Allen. Uh, you will be missed. Bye-bye, draft picks. We never knew thee. So when that happened, we went into emergency pod mode. This show, what you're listening to right now, it's Ryan Horvath talking Packers, doing picks. It's Tim Shea doing Brewers. There is an episode that was posted about three o'clock on Wednesday that is all Dame. So if you haven't got that yet, if you're like, sometimes I put out the afternoon episodes and it doesn't jive with your routine. And, uh, you know, this one comes out at five or whatever. There is a day, a whole episode on Dame. So grab that when you can. This will be available for you. We got picks. We got all that coming up. But there is a separate Dame, this is the this is like the normal daily. There is a separate Dame episode, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Google, etc. So we'll get into today's episode. There's a separate Dame episode. Still hard to believe. Still very crazy. All you guys photoshopping all summer. You're the real MVPs. You did it. You manifested it. That's the that's the tampering Jimmy Butler gas boy. $170 gas boys bitching about tough day for Jimmy tough day for Jimmy. So Damian Lillard's a buck praise be to Horst. I got Ryan Orbot here to start. Uh, repping is Joliet Catholic. Wow. I want that. Oh, oh, you like that? No, my camera is like off. Like my head looks shiny. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> sometimes when we jump on, uh, you know, a little behind the scenes for the people. We use StreamYard. So sometimes I use this like different link when I go on a different podcast. And so sometimes when I switch back over to StreamYard, which we like my view is all messed up. But yeah, a little Joliet Catholic Hillman. Go Hill. Coming off a bad loss, actually. Rare loss for the Hill. I'm wearing a, a Buck shirt that I, I filled out a survey, like a fan survey about game day experience. And they sent me a $250 gift card, so I just raided the pro shop. Did you? Yeah. And that's what you got, huh? Well, I got this shirt. I got some shirts for my kid. I got uh, a couple hats. Uh, I, I really I, – I, I looked to make sure I could find the stuff on clearance so I can, you know, uh, quality over quantity. 
I did. I like but, it. I like it. That's uh, I got a bunch of buck stuff too myself. Actually, you getting excited for the season, the NBA season? Uh, not really. I think the uh, you know I'm so encompassed in football right now, and also every every day it's a new like story about something Giannis said that he said a hundred times, and now this Dame bullshit. I don't I don't get into NBA rumors like the way an average Bucks fan would. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm not saying I'm right. I just I I need to. Show me the trade. I don't need to see the five months of rumors leaving up to this shit. Yeah, I, I'm with you. What? And you got your Brewers, uh, the NL Central champs, too. Yeah, I saw the clip of you falling in your chair. Oh, Cubs, just just brutal. Just, I mean, you had a 55% chance, according to fan graphs, to make the playoffs the other night. And uh, Suzuki, who it's hard to blame him because he's pretty much carried, and nobody cares about the fucking Cubs. They're a disappointment like they have been the last three decades of my life. Just terrible, though, man. I just wanted to see them. Uh, I mean, I just wanted to watch them in the playoffs. And, like, more importantly, I just have a bunch of money on them to make the playoffs. So, we're not out yet. You guys are, they're not out. Oh, they're fucked. Like, they're, they're not going to get in. I don't no, want to talk. They're going to be, they're going to play Milwaukee. Milwaukee ain't going to try this weekend. They will, and I think they will because it's the Cubs. And I I, uh, I just hate them so much. I almost want them – I want the money because I got really good prices on them to make the playoffs. But I feel like if they make the playoffs, it's an excuse to keep David Ross, who's a fucking douchebag. Although they might, like, use this run in the second half to keep him regardless. He needs to go. He's cost them. I've counted. I talk about this. I have a buddy in the apartment that's actually a fan too. He is, we're not like harsh on managers, you know, but he has individually cost the Cubs over 15 games this season by wow the sacrifice bunning shit. No, seriously, dude, like no out sacrifice budding bunning, like with like your cleanup hitter and like the dude in your five hole, like it doesn't make it. he's bad. Like anybody that watches Cubs baseball can tell you he's bad. And even if you hate the Cubs, like this is a they're a pretty fun team. I think they're exciting as hell, man. This Cody Bellinger season's been a lot of fun. But uh, nobody cares. Everybody hates the Cubs, so let's move on. They stink. They're not going to the playoffs. Diamondbacks will get in. Well, um, we'll see, I guess. Uh, we are going to do some some NFL picks. And, I do like those. And and I'm going to throw a curveball at you. As I broadcast here from the Happy Place Hemp Studios today, which you can see on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream. That's right. On the YouTube stream, my background is the lobby of Happy Place Hemp. The same place where when you walk in, you say, I heard I heard you on the Bart Winkler show. I'll take 25% off all my gummies, please. And then, and then they give it to you. Or you could use the code at happyplacehemp.com. Bart is the code. Get your I, I can see the different, it's all the different gummies. These are the I think these are the mango. No, these are the Delta Nines. These are the Delta Eights. I got the CBD CBN ones here. Yeah. They're all there. They're all right there for you. You got a knight. There's a knight right there, too. There's a, there's a giant knight in shining armor. They I like actually, that. They used my body for the yeah measurements. You ever try to get in the jump in the suit? Do a little jousting? Yeah, sometimes when we go there, I, I do like a 10-minute interview for the show, get some product, and, and, and joust. Yeah. What do you think would happen if you showed up and you were wearing... A night suit 
and you wanted some gummies, do you think it would, it's cause like, it's, you know, some places are no shirt, no shoes, no service. Do you think anything would be like, Hey, you can't dress like a knight and come in here. Or do you think they'd be good? I, I think they would assume that you're already had taken several gummies. <laughs> or yeah. That's, they can't tell you more. that's true. They, they might actually limit your gummies actually. Anyway, because, because the Packers are tonight. Night. We're going to start with the Packer game. Oh, shit. You're throwing a curveball at me here. There it is. Right off the right off the top. I like it, actually. All right, so let's get right to it. As we look at the line here Thursday morning, Packers, one-and-a-half-point dogs at Lambeau Field, where they were victorious last week in a comeback effort against the New Orleans Saints, taking on the Detroit Lions, who are also 2-1 and one on the season. This is the early battle. For NFC North supremacy, we're looking at a total of 45 and a half. What are you doing in this game, Bart? I'll let you go first here. Uh, what's the spread? The Packers are one and a half point underdogs. I mean, this is pretty much who's going to win the ball game, dude. So Who the won? other day, I, the other day I made a prediction of 23-21 Detroit. Um, I've already done a prediction on this game. I don't know. I was just, I was talking about it and I, I gave a prediction. I get, cause it's a short week, man. Gotcha. Short week. Everything, everything is, uh, moved up. So I, uh, I don't know. It sounds like we're getting guys back, I guess. Um, I just still don't know week to week what the, like, you know, in the past, we know what our team is. We know what to expect here. Anything could still happen. I mean, this was a Packer team that was up 12 in the fourth and lost. This was a Packer team that was down 17 in the fourth and won. Anything can happen. I feel like Detroit, like, I feel like Detroit. But then again, I was reading some comments. Who made those comments? Was it? Bill so Michaels? No. Mike Clemens? No. They're like, I've lost to Detroit every time I've played here. I know it was a Douglas, I think. All last right. year, last year, Detroit. Here's I am going to take the Packers, and here here's why because of this one thinking alone. Okay. Last year Detroit came in with the Packers had everything to play for, and Detroit hit us, man, and and hit us good. And I think that some of the younger guys who didn't get to play in that game, their spots have opened up with all these veterans being gone. They're going to want to do what last year's team couldn't. So I will take if I was just average. Sports fan in Omaha, I'd probably take Detroit. I will take the Packers in this game. I will change my prediction from three days ago because of this new information that I have uncovered and take Green Bay. Yeah, so here's the thing. I actually planned on betting Green Bay just because of the injury report for Detroit where you have no David Montgomery. Um, actually, it looks like he's going to be coming back. And then, But more importantly, it was their left tackle. Taylor Decker, who was injured. And I was like, man, Rashawn Gary is going to absolutely terrorize Jared Goff in this game. What scares me, um, and I'm going to pick the Packers too, but I don't know, this is, like what I was telling myself in my head why I was going to bet Green Bay was, I think if, and I love Aaron Rodgers, obviously, I think if Jordan Love played Week 18 against Detroit in that offense, like in the Matt LaFleur system right now with these young dudes, I just think Jordan Love's like, this offense is better with Jordan Love. Like Rodgers was quarterback what like 22nd or whatever 20, 22 last season so 
I was like, man, if Jordan Love started that game, they may have won that game. Um, I think they would have. Right. And so, but the problem is, man, I think the Lions are better this year. Um, offensively, like it's year two in that system now for Jared Goff and the Ben Johnson system. I like St. Brown a lot. Looks like Gibbs was not a very good pick. He's like running back number 30 right now as far as efficiency. Granted, he's a rookie, but I mean, you traded away Swift and look what he's done in back-to-back games for Philly. But what scares me a little bit about Detroit was last year, you know, especially the first eight weeks of the season, the defense wasn't very good. Now the defense sneakily pretty good, man. They're actually right now uh, in the top se- in top seven, right? They're a top 10 team, top seven in yards per play. And you look at the offenses, they face Seattle, they faced Atlanta, and they faced Kansas City. They held up pretty well. I mean, they beat Kansas City opening night. So that's the only thing that scares me a little bit. Like, I was looking at uh, the run defense because you probably, hopefully, get Aaron Jones back because I can't watch any more fucking A.J. Dillon ever. And just 22% of the rushing attempts against the Lions have gained five or more yards, which is actually the lowest rate in the league. Like, that's something that nobody's talking about. Their defense is really good. And then their offense is scary. They've scored a touchdown on 25% of their drives that have started on their side of the field. It's going to come down to special teams. You know, you're going to have to pin them deep. But that's six in the league. Uh, I... I'm going to pick Green Bay, but it makes me nervous. And I'm also not the biggest trends guy, but Dan Dan Campbell is really good in this like underdog role. He's three and one straight up and against the spread against the Packers, including three straight wins. That was with Aaron Rodgers there. But I just feel like that spread's telling me Green Bay is going to find a way to win this game. Or maybe the market, just because Green Bay just beat the Saints, is overvaluing Green Bay a little bit. Because, I mean, on paper, like – I love the Packers, but Detroit's the better team right now, right? They're the overwhelming favorites to win the NFC North, but we don't know that they're the better team. All I know is that the the Packers and the Lions are the only team in this division with a pulse. Like the Bears are shit, and then the Vikings are damn awful too, and they might be trading Kirk Cousins soon. So this is going to be a fun game. I can't wait to watch it. I was tempted to bet the over. I feel like we're going to get some points, but I don't know, looking into it, man. Like I feel like Green Bay is going to be ready to go because like you said, Here's the other reason. I'll, I'll, I'm not a big narrative guy, but this is a big revenge game. Like they ended Green Bay season, and like sure, Rodgers and Cobb and those old farts are gone, but that also ended the season of Rasul Douglas and you know Jair and Kenny Clark and all the dudes on the offensive side of the ball that actually care. So pretty much everybody not named David Bakhtiari. So they're going to be ready to go in this game. I can't wait to watch it. I'll pick the Packers for so nobody fucking yells at me on Twitter during the game again. I'm going to pick the Packers here on this podcast because that is the, that is the, the, that's where my stakes are. The stakes that I am in life is, Hey, pick this game for your podcast. If the stakes were, I don't need some Jared Goff picture or Jared Goff, Jesus, some Jordan love picture on Twitter. Fucking Horvat hates Jordan love. No, you dickhead. I don't hate Jordan love. I wanted to see him get to play early on. And I, you just signed Rogers to a four-year extension. I'm so sick of defending that shit. And like, I like Matt LaFleur. I don't think Joe Barry is very good. I don't give a fuck that he held the New Orleans Saints with Jameis Winston and no Camara and Michael Thomas with a steel plate in his foot, scoreless in the fourth quarter. I don't, man. I think Derek Carr may have won that game. Sorry to be the bad guy. But... Uh, no, if, if, my, if the stakes were higher and like my life was on the line, I'd probably take Detroit. Yeah, like if somebody gave me a no, I I mean it, man. I'm probably gonna bet Green Bay in this game. That the line's telling me somehow Green Bay wins this game. It's it's a short week, and I trust LaFleur to have a creative game plan. It just comes down to like, can the guys execute? Because sometimes you watch this team, and like I, like that's the thing about Jordan Love. Like I love him, 
And that's where you get like the Mahomes comparisons, but like, I don't know, like, like that fourth and two fucking play was sloppy, but it was a terrible pass back to Jordan Love. So you can't blame him. Your quarterback doesn't need to be catching ground balls, but it's just like, I wish I get it, man. You know what? I was like, that'd be so dumb to trade for a running back. Fucking whatever it takes. I mean, we got draft picks anyway. Go yeah. get Jonathan Taylor. I, I, I never want to see AJ Dillon ever again. I'm sure he's a nice enough guy. He's so we bad. always have to say that. We're, he's he's such a nice guy that we have to say how nice he is when we shit on him as a player. I mean, I just want him to be better. He's it's just what dude, when does it click? When does he become maybe he needs to go somewhere else? But I don't know who the fuck can tell him to hey, there's a wide open hole guy. Run run in the middle of that hole. What are you doing like cutting to the outside? You're not Camara. Anyway, let's get to the other game. Uh, it is not one of the games, so I have a splash sports pick'em pool. Okay, and it's five bucks to play. Splashsports.com/slash/Winkler. This game is not included. Neither is the London game. Then the slate starts at noon, so that's that's when the slate of games starts. If you want to sign up for that, so that's the sponsor nugget. The other nugget nugget is. This will be the first time, because the Packers and Lions play on Thanksgiving, this will be the first time that uh, oh, yes. two teams play on two Thursdays in one season since the Chicago Bears and Chicago Cardinals did it in 1926. The battle for Chicago. Mm-hmm. And this Kinda is the like battle that. for Lake Michigan. It's like the Crips and the Bloods now. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's get to the other game. Uh, let's start with my favorite bet of Sunday. I bet this one. I was part of this action. The Tennessee Titans opened up as three and a half point oh, home London game. What? You can't skip the London game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that starts at good call. So I haven't bet the London game, so it doesn't pop up on my list. Sorry. These are games. Oh, I- why? Here's the bet to make in the London game. What's the London game? Oh, yeah, yeah. Atlanta, Jacksonville. Mm. Drake, London. 
anytime touchdown. I, I'm gonna probably play this one right now. Uh, London, here I in London, do you get that? Do you get it? I do. Oh, I got another Horvat special for you on the player props. This one's not quite as juicy as Jimmy Graham eleven to one or Jimmy Graham to score first touchdown. But how about uh, let's go Desmond? Hey, I'm not very good. Ritter under twenty eight and a half passing attempts. No way they let Desmond Ritter drop back more than twenty five times, and they're going to want to run the ball against Jacksonville and. If he starts shaky again, short leash. I think we might get Heineken. So give me uh, Desmond Ritter under 28 and a half passing attempts in this game. Uh, man, like Jacksonville looks like shit right now. And everybody's yeah, rebound like, once they go home to London. I think they'll rebound. I'm going to take Atlanta with the points here. They're give spending me two points. weeks out there. They're, Jacksonville's no. not coming home. I know. And then they play the Bills next week. Who yeah, would Jacksonville to win both of those games? I was trying to ask people this, but well, I almost said something mean. I was trying to ask people that don't know ball this. Who do you think that affects more, or who do you think that favors more, the Bills who are just getting there, or the Jags who have been there, kind of like are familiar with the, you know, the clock well, format? The it's got to be the Jags. You think so though? Like not sleeping in your own bed for two weeks? I mean, I know that they're like rich NFL teams, so they're probably staying on like great rooms and beds and stuff but no matter where i go dude if i'm not sleeping in my own bed i don't sleep the same and like day four of a vacation i gotta get the fuck out of there unless it's well especially actually vegas i think my favorite i I think that uh the nfl's narrative is they want a team in europe and so i think that the jags will win the two games in europe i don't i I, think i'm saying it will work out that way are you going Jags minus three, three points? They win by the three, or are you taking Atlanta with the – I'm taking Atlanta with the points. Jags might win, but I think it's a field goal game, and I'd at least get the push. I'm telling people to take Drake London in London. I'm telling people in two quarterback leagues to pick up uh, Taylor Heineke because he will eventually start there. I agree with you. And I, I like Jacksonville to cover. I like all that advice except for the Heineke thing. Um, all right, let's start to my game of the day now. The Titans – Opened up as three and a half point home dogs. I think this is the Mike Vrabel special. So what I did was I laid a big bet. A lot of other people did too. Now we're down to two and a half. Now it's not that easy to pick. So I have Tennessee Titans for a lot of money. If it goes back to three, three and a half, that's my favorite bet this second favorite bet this weekend in the NFL. We're going to get to the next one. That's my favorite bet. Um, Even at two and a half, I'm going to take Tennessee to Joe Burrow. Everybody keeps talking about the yards per attempt. Yeah, he's averaging four yards per attempt, you dummies that don't know ball, because he's got a fucking calf injury on his plant leg. So he can't plant and push the ball 30 yards, 40 yards down the field, especially with the pass rush coming at him, because he's got an injured calf. So uh, Joe Burrow doesn't look very good right now. The one thing, though, about Cincinnati, their defense is the real deal. Lou Anarumo, their defensive coordinator, is probably going to be a head coach here soon. So good at second-half adjustments. But this is the Tennessee special. Vrabel at home, catching points. Give me the Titans. The mighty, mighty Titans. Derek Henry, DeAndre Hopkins, Ryan Tannehill. How about Tanny a couple weeks ago? 11 for 13, targeting wide receivers. Outside of the numbers, Tanny. Boom. I haven't seen him throw a ball like that since A&M. I don't know. Titans, so Titans theory, they're the underdog. But Again, people aren't out on the Titans yet. So I kind of think it's – I don't know what Titans theory says here. 
You I invented. Don't think play, I don't think Titans theory is in play this week. Okay. Well, I like the points with Vrabel at home at three and a half. Well, I'm going to take Cincinnati. Too. All right. Well, I got a three and a half. You got a two and a half. So we'll, we'll, how about that? For pick's sake, we'll go with what I bet because we're doing the podcast late on a Thursday. And then we'll give you the two and a half, though. So you only got to win by a field goal and I get the three and a half. Fair? Sure. And we'll, we'll figure out what the Titans theory is for this season. I think they might be, I think they might win the division. I think the Jags might be shit, man. I won't. I won't. I won't ever say that. Or what if? The, hey, what? What about the Texans with my guy C.J. Stroud? I remember, <laughs> he was going to be a bust because he went to Ohio State. Learn ball. Miami. Ooh. Hold on. Was there some movement? Yeah. Bills back to three. I bet the Bills really big in this game. The Bills have actually completely changed well, their. Team puts seventy. They're the underdog the next week, and then the team that they. Scored 70 on is actually favored in their game. Go figure. I was trying to like explain this because we did power ratings on my show the other night. And of course, everybody had the Dolphins number one after that game, after they hung 70 oh, on the, you the Bills. Yeah, and I'll explain why. But dude, like I said this all summer long. The Broncos are no good. Sean Payton oh, is the most great. overrated clip. Yes. Sean Payton is the most overrated coach, I think, in NFL history. If you look at his resume compared to Mike McCarthy's, they're identical. And what are you going to say? Well, Mike McCarthy had Aaron Rodgers. Okay, Sean Payton had Drew Brees. And probably a better defense every single season. You know, Aaron Rodgers never had a top 10 scoring defense, except for once when he won the Super Bowl. You know, the Saints constantly have that. You know, look at all the playmakers they've had. So, I, it's just, and now. They we're made a movie about, about Sean Payton and they didn't make one about Mike McCarthy. Now what we're seeing in Denver, here's what I predicted, though. Russell Wilson's no good. Right, it wasn't just Nathaniel Hackett, and don't get me wrong, he sucks too. Just watch the Jets, although Zach Wilson. But uh, like, I feel like the guys on the defensive side of the ball that just gave up seventy to the Dolphins, like they saw this all last year. And what amazed me was they were still a top ten, you know, defense, even though it was just three and out, three and out. They were on the field every week, the entire game. Now they're like, "Fuck this, dude!" You know what I mean? Like, we want out. There's guys I think quitting already in that locker room. So the Sean Payton stuff hilarious to me overrated and the reason like so how are you going to power rate the dolphins number one when the bills this week are three point favorites over the dolphins it's like i'm doing a, it's just i uh, the, the, the anyway the matchup the bills have completely changed their offense if you watch them the last two weeks so now i mean josh allen still threw a brutal pick against washington but it was rainy conditions and it was like they were up 30 so who cares they're running all these uh heavy sets now and they're using a bunch of cook out of the backfield. They're using more tight, more two tight end sets. It's early than any other team in the league. And that's why they drafted Dalton Kincaid. They're working him out of the slot. They're still using Knox. And then you got Stefan Diggs, who um, is still awesome, especially against man defense. And then Gabe Davis looks really good. Like he did two years ago. Like we thought he was going to look last year, last year, though, nobody talked about it. He was dealing with a high ankle sprain all season long. So I'm still pretty high on the Bills, actually higher than I was coming into the season. And um, on the defensive side of the ball, I think they could only get better once Von Miller gets back. People are like, oh, washed-ass Von Miller. He had eight and a half sacks last season, the first half of the year. Then he got hurt, and the pass rush completely fell off. So I know Miami looks awesome right now, but they have to hit the road now, play this game in Buffalo. They're going to see each other twice. Maybe I'll bet Miami in Miami. I really like Miami. This isn't a knock on them. I think they're the most fun team in the league. But – 
give me the Bills here. The Bills are going to be up for this game at home, man. They're going to be ready. This is the game of the week, in my opinion. I think a lot of people are going to play all these Miami fantasy guys, and then they're all going to be very disappointing. It's going to be like 20 to 13. You know what I mean? Because the other thing, dude, is Miami's defense with Fangio looks good. They don't have Ramsey yet. I don't even know how good Ramsey is. And Buffalo's defense. Fucking look what they've done the last two weeks. Three weeks, really. They shouldn't have lost that game week one. Yeah, I'm with you. I, uh, I, um, I like, I like Buffalo. I like, I like Buffalo. I'm surprised. I thought you were going to go Dolphins here. No, I think a lot of people are going to start like Devin Kane. What's his name? Um, and, and then he's going to do Dick. I thought you were talking about Devin Caney, the Eagles reporter. Um, all right, let's move on. Tampa Bay takes on the Saints. Tons of line movement. Bucks go from five and a half point dogs to three and a half point dogs, which makes sense because the Saints are most likely actually going to be starting Jameis Winston in this game. So you got Jameis revenge game going against Tampa. What are you doing here? Are you going with Jameis against his former team or the fighting Bakers against the fighting Jameis's in this game? I bet Tampa at five and a half. I definitely don't like it as much at three and a half. Uh, Tampa, I thought looked like shit the other night. Yeah, I'm going to take the Saints on this on podcast, and I'm going to rebet this. I think and bet some Saints money line. Like Tampa's not. I don't good. understand what happened when Jameis Winston came in that game. Right? How did they suck? Jam- I thought Jameis. I watched the preseason. It's preseason. I, mean, I watched a preseason game where he had like three touchdowns and three drives. I mean, I well, like, it's a revenge game. He wasn't well. Now Jameis though has a full week to prepare, and it's against his former team. I yeah, I like the Saints, and that's the thing. He kind of got flung into action at Lambeau. You know what I mean? He wasn't expecting to play in that game. And let's be honest, like you got a seventeen nothing lead. I could think of a million quarterbacks I'd rather have out there than Jameis, and I love Jameis. I'm going to take Jameis and the Saints in this game to cover. Me too. I don't know why I bet. Well, I bet Tampa at five and a half. If we get a three, I'm taking the Saints. Oh, when the Saints. Go marching in. All right. Minnesota looking for their first win. Carolina looking for their first win. Panthers, the fighting Daltons, three and a half point dogs. Totals 45. Hmm. I think the Vikings get their first win. I don't know. Adam Adam Thielen revenge game here too. Ooh, Adam Thielen anytime touchdown. Let's let's lock it in. Dalton, Dalton loves Thielen. He threw to him like 20 times the other day. Good call, dude. His receiving yards are 47 and a half. I don't want that. I would rather go with the receptions. They've been like really like soft numbers. Nothing that these old backup quarterbacks love more than the white slot receiver. You know? I I, I mean, that's a good point. Although like I wish in, in, in Oakland or Oakland, Vegas, they liked Hunter Renfro a little bit more. No, Jacoby Myers is the new Hunter Renfro. Dude, the Raiders... Josh McDaniels is the dumbest fuck of all time. Why Look the at all those people for a field goal. Yeah, that and but like use those weapons that you have. You have Renfro still, especially in the red zone. You have Jacoby Myers. It can't just Taylor Swift in favor because everybody, everybody Monday should have been talking about McDaniels, but Taylor Swift stole the show. McDaniels was the biggest winner of that. Yeah, he's not good. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Minnesota. I'm gonna take the Panthers. I want to move away from that game because I don't care about it. Me too. Let's go to the, uh, oh my God, Broncos Bears. 
Bears three and a half point dogs. Like, how do you bet this? I would bet. God, I would bet the Bears. Like, I, I it's in Chicago. Justin Fields is playing. Well, who's for his more team. dysfunctional? I think it's the Broncos. Who would you rather have, Justin Fields or Russell Wilson? Fields. I would also prefer Fields. Yeah. Like, I would like to, I wish San Francisco drafted Justin Fields. I think he'd be good with Shanahan. He'd I think be he'd good be in a lot of other him. places. He is in the worst possible place. You know, he. Yeah, but he's not like Gino where he could like go elsewhere and I don't think be good. Like Gino can make the throws. Gino wasn't finally good till he was in the league for 10 years. Also, though, like Gino kind of had like some really bad luck where he lost his job because a guy broke his fucking jaw. Yeah, I don't know. I think I like the Bears here, too. I don't really. Yeah, I don't think there's like much of a breakdown. It's just like who's going to suck less, right? <laughs> I'm going to take the points with the home team. Yeah, I guess sometimes you just got to look at it without the logos. Right. Like, if I'm betting the Broncos, I'm sure as shit not attaching a three-and-a-half-point point spread to them. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not betting them over a field goal in this game. I could legitimately – I was going to say see this game being 3 nothing, but that would mean both – This is probably Sean Payton effect. The line – people are probably looking at, like, oh, well, these teams suck, but Sean Payton. Dude, the only good thing about X or Twitter – Sean Payton could shoot a guy on Fifth Avenue and still get votes. The Kevin James content this week has been top-notch. It's the only thing. I I usually hate that kind of stuff, but it's the one thing where, like, everyone I'm in on. Like, let's keep that up. And just the fact that he played Sean Payton, tremendous. All right, let's go to a good game. God. Uh, Oh, here we go. Browns. My Browns, two-and-a-half-point favorites. My Ravens. (laughs) (laughs) In Cleveland. Why do I feel like we've in this game this season we haven't totals 41 um gosh this is kind of tough to call i like i like cleveland but if we get to three i get more I'm, of a benefit of the doubt to baltimore than i do cleveland i think i'm gonna to, take baltimore if we get to three points a field goal i have to take hardball with the points it's just it's not a principle but i, I think cleveland's the better team because baltimore's already beat the shit I'm going to take Cleveland. Yeah, I'm taking Baltimore. Deshaun looked really good last week. Well, his completion percentage was good. He looked much better. Good game, though. All right. The Tobies, eight and a half point dollars. I'm going to take Cleveland. We're both taking Cleveland? Yeah, I changed my mind. Two and a half, it's Cleveland for me. Three, it's Baltimore. Um, Washington, eight and a half point dogs. They opened as seven point dogs. Taking on the Philadelphia Eagles at home, though, where the Eagles are eight and a half point favorites in a game where the total is only 44. I like in this game the fighting Tobies to cover eight and a half points. The Eagles right now are just either kind of like sleepwalking. And I know Jalen had the stomach flu or whatever. Swifts look good. Obviously, I don't think they're sleepwalking. There's a narrative that they're sleepwalking. They're, they look fine. They needed to run against. They could run all they want against the Vikings, so that's all they did. And then they beat Tampa comfortably. Well, they were able to run all over them, too. They ran the ball 40 times, so that's a good point. I, I think the Tobies keep this one close, though. It's a divisional game, and I'm getting more than a touchdown. Coming off a really shitty performance where they look terrible. And it was a home game, but it was the Bills, 
And I think we have to upgrade the Bills. And also, it was a weather game. Sam Howell going against that defense through four picks. So I think they bounce back, at least play better. I don't think they win outright. But I'll take the Commanders' eight-and-a-half-point dogs. I am going to take the Eagles, I think. I am. Because I'm, I'm very riding against whatever Eagles narrative there is. So I think they go out and put up a number. All right, Rams-Colts. It's a pick. Who wins the game? I'm actually going to take in this matchup the Colts. I think the Colts might be a little bit better than uh, than we thought that they were going to be this season. I want Anthony Richardson in the game, though. He's also my fantasy quarterback. Well, can He's- the Colts rush? I, I like the Rams unless uh, the Colts can do what the Bengals did, and that's murder Matt Stafford. Yeah, I mean, they'll be able to get after Stafford a little bit in this game. I'm going to take the Colts at home. Uh, I'm going to take the Rams. What are you going to do here? Steelers, three-point favorites. Take We're it on the same side on a lot of these games, are we? Yeah. No. What do you think about Steelers, Texans? I mean, I don't know ball. No, it's a tough week. Yeah. I've only bet in the NFL. I only have three bets. One of them's Monday night football. I got the Titans plus three and a half. I got the bills on the money line. I bet Tampa at five and a half, but I'm going to play that back and play the saints. I bet Minnesota on the money line, but I might play Carolina if we get to four. And I bet the, uh, well, we'll get to the Monday night game, but I bet that one pretty big too. I think you could probably guess what side I'm on in that one. Um, I like the Steelers over to the Texans. I'm going to take the Texans to cover. I think the Texans <laughs> might be a little. Bit, I think the Texans might be a little bit better than we expected. I'm, I'm all about CJ Stroud, dude, and that defense, even though it's I'm year too. one for Ryan's, looks pretty good. What are you doing in this one? Let's get to the afternoon games. Raiders five and a half point dogs taking on the Chargers. Totals forty seven and a half. I'm playing the Chargers here. It's most likely going to be uh, Brian Hoyer starting for the Raiders with our guy Jimmy G being in the concussion protocol. I would play Aiden O'Connell, but he's only a rookie, and the Raiders are dumb. We just talked about this. Chargers found some life against the Vikings. I think the Chargers are going to go on a little bit of a run here. I'm not ready to give up on my Chargers. Sucks that Keenan Allen's out for the year. Or is it Mike Williams? Williams. Hey, do I sound different? I switch mic input, or do I sound the same? Sound a little bit better, like a little bit more clear. Yeah, I fucked up. I've been, I was, I, we get, we got to, can we start this whole thing over? No, absolutely not. Well, <laughs> with your lack of effort today, and while you give your pick, I'm getting myself a coffee because I'm, I'm tired. Today. Yeah, I need a coffee too. I like the Chargers to cover the number. Uh, I do agree with you that there is still a lot of life left in that team. I'm very disappointed in Josh Kelly. That was one of the worst fantasy pickups ever. Guy yeah, did for two top. weeks. Uh, but I'll take the Chargers, five and a half. Oh, sorry. I was just getting my coffee. What? I think the Chargers. Yeah. I think the Chargers are about to go on a run, dude. All right. Let's move on. Uh, oh, another favorite I'm going to bet. Cardinals, perfect against the spread. That ends this week when they go to the San Francisco. Actually, shit, 14? Hold up. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. Niners roll. Niners roll over the uh, Cardinals. 14-point favorite. Dude, the, the Niners are good. Oh, uh, yeah, I like them. They're my survivor pick. Again, in survivor, I don't save teams. You take you take the situation in front of you. 
And, uh, you know, if the Niners, if I go out in Survivor because the Niners lose to the Cardinals at home, fuck, then I don't know ball, I guess. I'll you don't know ball. You don't know ball. You know what I know? The Cowboys are seven-point favorites against the New England Patriots. The total's 43. You know who's scoring a touchdown in this game, baby. Say it with me now. It's a revenge game. Let me just get the number. Hold up. Which, oh, Zeke? Yep, Zeke. Zeke scoring. Absolutely. Damn, no touchdown props available yet. I wonder what number we get. Um, Zeke's, Zeke's probably going to be like 650 to score. Oh, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to get it. Rushing yards for Zeke? Not even on the board. Is Zeke even playing, dude? Hold on. Yeah. Anytime touchdown. Let me go down. Zeke is... Let's lock it in. No way. Not even on We're the gonna board. We're going to make it low. Oh, here he is. Yeah, plus 260. Plus 260? Yeah, are we locking it in? That's way lower. That means they they think he's going to get in. Is it worth it even? I don't know. You got all that Jimmy Graham anytime money. We're locking it in. Give me Ezekiel Elliott anytime touchdown. And give me the New England Patriots to cover the seven on the road against the Dallas Cowboys. I'm worried about my Cowboys, man. Way too many injuries. Now you got uh, no digs for the rest of the season. Your best cover corner. You got your offensive lines beat the crap already. Zach Martin missed last week. I'm going to take the uh, Pats to cover the seven. Uh, yeah, that's too big of a spread. They'll cover. All right, I got. Let's go to the Sunday night game. I got a bet in this one. Actually, I forgot about. I got a ten though. I'm taking the you know, Jets. I think people are being a little too hard on Zach Wilson, if I oh, may. He's terrible. But I'm going to take the Jets to Did cover. You name it coming out from the fucking grave. Yeah, I hate these old dudes that come out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, why did Ryan Day get so mad at Lou Holtz? Who cares? Where's Lou Holtz at right now? It's like he's in bed. so fucking he's weird. Nine, yeah, he's 97 years old. Like, relax. I made this comparison. I hosted for Megan Perloff this week, and I was talking to... Barrett Salee, you know him? Yeah, I like okay. him. SEC guy. Yeah, so I, I said, Barrett, I'm about to I'm about to do a political comparison, and I don't think I should, but I'm going to. I said, remember in 2016 when Trump was on the debate stage and Trump was, you can't, no one else can beat Trump, but yeah. Rubio was trying to beat Trump. Like all of a sudden, Trump, Trump was, he had Marco Rubio making dick jokes. Oh, I thought you meant Ricky Rubio. No. Like, what the fuck? Now I think Dion is so Dion, and everyone's like, shit, I got to be Dion now. And so Ryan Day's trying to cut fucking promos on Lou Holtz. Like, they're just all trying to be what the front runner guy's doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's my yeah, political well, comparison. It's like, hey, Ryan Day, like, we are all talking shit about you. Why are you picking on Peepaw? You know what I mean? Like, he's in bed. You know, we all think... um, and what's up with his rosy ass, red ass cheeks, too? Ryan Day's like Ben Stiller and Happy Gilmore, like picking on the old fucking people. Dude, the best. Did you hear Holtz's comeback? It was like Bob it. Barker fucking Happy Gilmore back up a little bit, though. He was like, I do think your team's soft, and I do think Notre Dame outplayed you. Sorry, you know, like, I'm sorry that you're like butthurt about it pretty much. And I was like, damn. <laughs> you know, like, you're getting. Ryan Day is. I fucking uh, let me just talk about that because that one hurt, man. That stung. I'm sorry. I, made a bunch of money I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. 
third and 18, dude. Oh, Notre Dame, though. Like, I love Sam Hartman. Those wide receivers suck. He can't, like, nobody can make a play. Oh, that hurts. And then the Cubs. <laughs> At least we got the Packers, the two and one Packers. What could go wrong against the Lions tonight? Let's talk Monday Night Football. I don't know how they're well, going to. What's your pick? What's your pick? What game? Chiefs Jets. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm taking the points with the Jets. No, nah, I'm going to take the Chiefs. No, nah, I'm taking the Jets. I can't. Chiefs aren't going to cover. You know what? The Jets are probably going to fucking win. Yeah. Put, sprinkle a little Jets win on for me. I'm going to take the Jets to win outright. This is the... What's money line? This is the... everyone's happy- shitting on Sunday night football. Everyone's shitting on that you can't flex till week five. This is the happy place, hemp. Holy shit. We won so much money today. Let's just do a little sprinkle on the money line just because the price is... Hold up. Uh, Hold on. Let me do that again, all right? This is start the show over. This is the happy. I want place. To, yeah. This is no, no, no. We're not starting the whole thing over. I got, I got. I'm taking a nap. This is the happy place hemp. We had such a good day betting games that now, before the primetime game between the Chiefs and the Jets, we're gonna take a whole shitload of gummies and relax and just sprinkle a little bit on the Jets money line plus three seventy five. You know how they're gonna do it. That's Mahomes is going to throw one to Kelsey, who's going to be so distracted from his new uh, love with Taylor Swift, bounces off the shoulder pads into the hands of one sauce gardener, pick six, Jets win, Zach Wilson is hoisted and carried off the field. Zach, 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 Zach. I'm doing a... Zach Wilson's dad is then going to... Probably go to a cigar dinner with Bill Michaels. Probably with a North Face jacket on. I'm doing a, uh, I have this app called Fliff that I can actually gamble. I got five bucks on it. Like, where are you doing it? I don't know. I'm doing a a three teamer underdog money lines Panthers at home against Minnesota, Bears at home against Denver, and Jets at home against Chiefs. Five to win 134. I think I just saw I, I, Fliff. That sounds like something I was watching Peyton Presley on earlier this morning. Fliff. <laughs> 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 I don't know if anybody's like, I hate like, I hate when people are like, Twitter, I guess I got to call it X now. It's like, just fucking call it whatever you want, guy. But, you know, every time it pops up, I'm always like, oh, no. I forgot to close the window. <laughs> I do do that. Oh, or it's like you get a notification and I'm like, uh oh, what is going on here? Um, all right. So Monday night football, I think, right? Yeah. I'm taking the Giants. I don't know how they win this game, but they're one point favorites. So I'm gonna take oh, I'm the- taking the Giants. Finally, we can reunite on something. Yeah, we're gonna take the Giants over the Seahawks. Danny Jones is gonna play out of his mind. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but it's one of my favorite bets. I can tell you that. I mean, Saquon red zone. Coming back? Say, uh, Saquon, I don't think we'll be back for this game. Mm. I, I don't want to. I don't want to say that. You know, like I know though, he's day to day right now as we as we take. We are recording this like a week away from that game. Andrew Thomas has a good chance that Giants return. Saquon's day to day is the last that we're seeing. I mean, we could always. I mean, you're going to be. You know, like 
probably doing a Packers post and whatnot. Yeah. You could always say, hey, you know, update the people. Yeah, that's because they get their Saquon news from me and you. Yeah. You want your Saquon news. That's the, you come to us around her. Well, thank you, Brian. Hey, thanks, man. Enjoy the games this weekend. Go Pack Go. Hopefully we beat the Lions and we're in sole possession of uh, first place in the North. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Hey, how about uh, my guy, the tremendous leader that he is, Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show, talking about how proud he is of our other guy, our young son, Jordan Love. Yeah, Rodgers knew, knew that Jordan Love was going to be good. So he's yeah. trying to take credit for it. Yeah. I don't think he's taking credit for one thing. Remember when Brett did? Oh, wait, no, wait. What's that? Oh, Brett. You've never no. heard me criticize no. Roger. For I bet you what? Uh, you've never heard me criticize Rogers for how he's handled Jordan Love. You know what? When they retire, when Aaron goes into the Packers Hall of Fame. I better not see your fucking face at that ceremony. I better not see it. It's going to be me. It's going to be Ryan Longwell, AJ Hawk, Randall Cobb, Mike the Painter. Hey, where's Mike the Painter at these days? He's on Twitter. He's commenting. He hasn't jumped on one of these in a while. Did you piss him off? No, we're boys. Did he go to the uh, Winkler Bash? He was not there. You should do one of those for a Packer game. Yeah, it's like two hours away, though, fam. You should do one for a Bucks game. Mm, I don't know. Not the same. You think the Bucks should sign Jabari Parker? No, Jabari's too good for the NBA, he said. Where's he, he going? said the NBA's watered down. You, there, there's better basketball to be played in Spain. I don't blame him. He probably doesn't have to play a whole lot of defense in Spain. I played this the other day, but I'm going to play it for you. Uh-oh. Uh, Jordan Love bookmarks sent me this. defense though it was a friday most likely give these two motherfuckers a show again come on we're in the same company we weren't allowed we weren't allowed to have commercial breaks yeah what the fuck was that jordan love 
That was uh that's that is great. <laughs> Woo. Oh, that's I awesome. almost got yelled at because I ended a commercial free hour at 56 instead of 58. I was asked to do 58 minutes of commercial free sports talk, and then I got yelled at um like the next week because I moved a spot from 615 to 625. Do you think that Jordan Love is great, good, or a question mark still, or bad? Uh, I think he's. I think he's good. Can I just ask, like, okay, so, and because uh, I think he's been awesome, right? And well, also, we were ranking him. I was ranking him with Paul and Grant. Imig thinks he's like a top eight quarterback already. He's like, slow the fuck down, man. He's like, I'd rather have love than CJ Stroud. I go, whoa, 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 whoa. But uh, I don't know. We don't know. We've 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 seen so little, and we're trying to be like, where's he rank? Yeah, those oh, guys are both. I mean, I, I like. Has he even started as many games for the Packers as Matt Flynn has yet? No. Sam Monson had thirty-one percent of Jordan Love's throws this season have been uncatchable, the highest rate in the NFL. Yeah, you know how they judge that though is you. How, how you de- you determine that by by what? I mean, yeah, I think it's that, when your receiver's getting fucking tackled, yeah. Well, I feel like the issue has been like he hasn't had all of his weapons. Christian Watson hasn't played all season. Aaron Jones hasn't been out there. Bakhtiari's been picking and choosing when he's going to play. Elton Jenkins missed the last game. But like what I've noticed, I mean, has been like a lot of fucking bad drop so i was surprised to see that stat i think he's been playing excellent i'd say right now he's a good quarterback i think he's really good um it's just like i'm watching now he's getting a bunch of attention and everybody loves him like skip bayless is tweeting about him and i went to the gym earlier this morning flex and uh like i look up and it's uh like ryan clark and all those guys are all sold packers will win nfc north because of jordan love and i was like whoa this all kind of came out of nowhere and I just kind of want to pump the brakes on some of it a little bit. But I do think he's obviously really good. But uh, it's going to be a big game tonight, man. Can't wait to watch it. That said, got to get a nap in before it. Deuces. Love you. Peace. Our thanks to Harahi and the Horvat. Again, the picks come on a Thursday delivery, which is what we're going to try to do. But we'll see. Packers have a game this evening. So we'll have a live Packers postgame show after Packers-Lions on your same friendly YouTube channel. Um, I want to remind you about my friends at the Wisconsin Bike Fed, wisconsinbikefed.org. The other day I did say wisconsinbikefed.com, and I did panic, although .com does redirect to .org. So I didn't edit it out. But wisconsinbikefed.org is where you can go. Check out all the different information. What they're wanting to just remind people of is the change, and especially when daylight savings eventually happens, it's just like, just be a little more cautious. It's not as bright as it was. Turn your lights on, slow down, look around, be cautious of everybody on the roads. Uh, Check that out, wisconsinbikefed.org. There's also great things you can do there with classes and other fun events and, you know, ways to stay safe and just a bunch of, Cool things that they have going on there. Uh, WisconsinBikeFed.org. Well, I'm going to catch up. So the Brewers play Wednesday night. Clinch the division. 
Don't care. I mean, I care, but there's no breakdown here. I will have Tim Shea on in a couple minutes. We talked a little bit after the festivities on Tuesday night. Uh, and so I'll have that here in a moment. Do you want to get to a Carl's Place voicemail or two? Carl's Place, Carl of ET.com backslash Bart. 402-915-2278. I've got two voicemails, both from Matt in the Falls. Uh, so our good friend Matt in the Falls, who uh, we haven't seen too much lately because he's not on Twitter. And so I, t- I tweet the link out. He doesn't see it. He's a big guy on threads. So I got to thread specifically the link for any of you on th- any of the 140 followers I have on threads. I'm Bart Winkler on threads. The winks at my Instagram, I never, whatever. Who gives a fuck? Anyway, Matt sort of does. Here's Matt in the falls. Hey, Bart. It's me, uh, Matt. It's been a while. Um, I was listening to the show from the other day on the live stream, and I'm a little confused. There was there was a lot of talk about something called Twitter, I think it was. Twitter and um, tweets. I think they're connected just based on the, how similar the words are, but I was a little confused because people kept on referencing these tweets on Twitter, and I, I don't know what it is, so I Googled it. And apparently it's now X.com, and it's uh, just like a place for anti-Semitism and child pornography. Um, so kind of weird that you guys are talking about it and using that website. Um, but just wanted to you know throw that out there for people who don't know what this weird thing because it doesn't exist i don't know there's no such thing as twitter so i don't know why you guys keep talking about it it's just i don't understand well I, okay so i was worried i typed in wisconsinbikefed.com it took me to wisconsinbikefed.org and if i type in twitter.com it takes me to the website there's an x logo the website still at the top of the URL URL says twitter.com. So that's, that's, that's where I'm going on that. Uh, twitter.com. Got another one from Matt. Hey Bart, why don't you take three minutes out of your incredibly busy day and talk to someone at blue wire about getting this goddamn bears tickets ad off the front of the podcast every goddamn day. I'm sick of it. It's fucking bullshit. I don't want to hear Ty Windish offer me Bears tickets one more time. I I I would buy some Bears tickets. I'd go this Sunday. Uh, this Sunday morning, I'll be on CBS Sports Radio filling in for DA on his football show since DA is leaving CBS Sports Radio, going to Mad Dog Radio. That's big news. See if that affects me or not, I guess. Uh, okay, Tim Shea, let's uh, go back in time Tuesday night about an hour and a half afterwards, and we'll be live on YouTube after Packers-Lions. I love each and every one of you as if you were my own flesh and blood, but not as much as I love Tim. Let's catch up with Tim Shea. Let's catch up with Tim Shea. We did a we did a YouTube on Tuesday. I was following the games. Tim was at the game, the Brewer game, boots on the fucking ground. How was that? 
Oh, yeah. Tim, you made it. You, you, you made, you made, you made it. Well, you, I, the funny thing is, I was waiting in this waiting room. You know, your digital rating. Room. I didn't realize. I, you didn't realize, and I'm like, I'm like doing this. I'm like shaking my hands. I'm like, crap. He doesn't see me, so I had to go text you and be like, Bart, I'm in. Like three separate. Because I had a bunch of computer screens shrunk so I could watch all this action, and the Brewers lose. The funny thing about that game, and I already said this, but. The Brewers were down 4-1. There was no way they were coming back. No, no. But the Braves were down 6-0, and you're like, eh, maybe, you know? So, so you could feel that energy like, crap, the Brewers aren't going to do it tonight. Let me put my seatbelt on. Should be, you know. Don't yeah, want Tim's you to hear always fucking driving. I know, I know. Hey, um, make sure, make sure you're driving safe. Turn your lights on. Slow down. Look around. WisconsinBikeFed.org. So, like, you could tell, like, people were getting nervous. Everyone was getting frustrated. Like, God, we come out. Very good crowd for a Tuesday night. Because I, I feel like everyone thought that night was going to be the night. Everyone did. Everyone did. I mean, you had news media there. The press box was full. It was like Bucks game six where you just knew it was happening. And press box was full except for one missing person. We'll get there. Um, Me? Yeah. Nah. Um, and then all of a sudden, I, you know, the Cubs are winning, what, 6 nothing, And I'm like, okay, well, I guess we're going to have to do this all over again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then I look at my phone, and I go, it's 6-5. to five. And people started doing the tomahawk chop. Eee, bad. I'm just saying, hey, as long as the Braves are still doing it, they were doing it in No, Milwaukee. we cannot. Look, I don't care if people – I'm not trying to be woke and shit, but, like, the tomahawk chop cannot. We gotta get rid of it. Oh, they won't. They won't. So then, the Brewers game ends. So the the play already happened. The Brewer game ends. The the dropped ball by Suzuki already happened, and they said, "Let's go to Atlanta for an NL Central update." They show the play, and everybody that's walking out turns around, comes back in. The place is going nuts. They go to black on the screen, and everyone's like, well, are you going to show the game? And about five seconds later, a PA guy comes back on and says, we're going to go live to Atlanta. They had to. They have to. What? Yeah, they have to. It was great because yeah. it was on TBS. So I, I first saw, you know, I'm following. I have the box score up. And then they cut in on Bally's, and they're like, hey, by the way, it's 6-3 now. And I'm like, okay. So I flip back and forth a little bit. I see a home run at 6-5. And then I set up the show in the ninth inning. And for the Brewers, but it's the eighth inning in Atlanta. And they got two guys on and there's a pop flying. I'm like, oh, man. And I think I see the ball bounce. I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And they, and then the Cubs are like trying to get a guy out. And I, didn't, I still don't know what's going on. So then I realized, yes, the Braves scored. Suzuki, no good. And I think like what I have to remind myself is, is the Cubs these last couple of days, they're still fighting to get in. Like, this wasn't about, oh, we lost the division, wah, wah, wah. The Brewers, so the Brewers were always going to win this division. There was no way over the next handful of days they weren't going to get the magic number of one. And and some Brewers fans are freaking out, whatever. But the Cubs need to try to get in the playoffs. This killed them. You know, and they could still do it, and they, they're going to be, they're going to play a Brewers team that doesn't have much to play for. Now we can kind of, like, fuck with them a little bit, I guess. But, no, the Cubs needed that. <laughs> The Marlins 
are the team pretty much it's the Mar- it's the Marlins or the Cubs. It's one spot for two teams. No, Diamondbacks are still in there. Diamond. Well, okay, fine. The Diamondbacks too. Yes, true, 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 true. Um, the Marlins were were rained out, so they'll play two. They uh, they, they they play two. Yep. Yeah, well, we're Tim and I are taping this Tuesday night. Damn, I was doing such a good job. And it's airing Thursday morning. Because <laughs> Tim's on his way back from the ballpark. And as we're recording, it's 1021. And as we're recording, Tim has to be up in three and a half hours. Ugh. I'll be fine. It was worth it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know, the Brewers, whatever. The Brewers are NL Central, NL Central champions. They'll, uh, they'll figure this out. We'll probably end up playing the Cubs. I'm pretty confident in, in that, actually. I would actually... I- I would actually be shocked if the Cubs don't make the playoffs. Yeah, I, I feel like we are destined to. Oh, you know who I forgot to shout out on the other night was Matt Pauley. Yeah, I saw he called his first. Matt Pauley came to Wisconsin, thought he was going to get in the play-by-play circa, doesn't ever get there, goes to St. Louis, his first game calling play-by-play is in fucking Milwaukee. Incredible stuff. And I heard some. Great job. Love that guy. Anyway, so uh, people are pretty happy. Yeah, I mean, it went from, you know, like frustrating, ener- you know, nervous energy to happy, elated, just, you know, I got it done. Um, what was the post game like? What was What was it like, like? It the Brewers are good. celebrating in the dugout or the clubhouse and yeah. stuff. Yeah, so I, I I cannot confirm this. We'll never know. But usually when the Brewer, when you win a division championship and celebrate at home, they do streamers and confetti. I'm pretty sure that someone, they, they, they called that off. Because we right. saw a bunch of people walking off the cat the catwalk. Oh, with like so big things, containers. So, do you like do you like this joke? I made a joke that uh, the Brewers are celebrating a championship after losing to the Cardinals. What is this? Nineteen eighty-two? No, <laughs> it's a funny joke. You know what? The Brewers have been so dramatic about clinching like they played not they earned it they they're not and then people on my stream were like oh well we we lost you can't celebrate they're not celebrating that you lost you're celebrating the journey to get the 88 wins that you've gotten to this point but it's just too good of a joke not to make it is it is they didn't back their way into the playoffs okay they've earned this they deserve this yes they lost that's fine they're gonna win 90 games i guarantee you they win two more well, yeah. I, I, I mean, I would hope, I would think. Um, maybe no, not. you're fine. So, I'm just saying. Um, but they, they've had the dramatics before of walk-offs and late-inning home runs to clinch a playoff burst. So, I got to do something a little different today. That's all. Yeah, well, that's the one thing that Q said. He goes, we, we get in all these playoffs by earning the victory. Why not try something different? There you go. I'm I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. It was fun. They got they they ended up showing the game. Like I said, uh, we celebrated. You were part of it. You were there. 
you know. So, Tim, I think uh, I think this I think this playoff run might last a little bit. Well, then uh, you better start paying me for these playoff appearances that I'm going to do at the Amfam Field for you. <laughs> yeah, I haven't given you any scratch in a while, have I? No, it's fine. Don't worry. But I will. Well, if I give you too much, I have to put you on my tax roll. That's fine. I will be there for game one of the uh, what is it? The wild card. Sure. I will be there for game two of the wild card. If I have to, I'll be there for game three. Game three, there are thousands of tickets left. We have no idea when these times are going to be. I'm guessing if it's if it's Brewers Marlins, we're totally getting screwed. We're either going to be like that noon game or two o'clock. If it's if it's Diamondbacks, I can see us being like the middle game. Oh, I want two, day games. Are you fucking kidding me? Two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock. If it's Cubs. We could be that seven o'clock game. Because there's going to be four games a day. Yep. Does ESPN have them all? I think they do. I think they do. And I think ABC gets one. So I think they're going to, they air like one, like one starts at noon. So it's going to be like 12, two, four, seven. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, we'll see. Where are you? Are you home? I just got home. Yeah. I guess we just have to wait and see with the American League side who makes it, who doesn't. There could be no West Coast teams. So then that gets a little trickier. If there's a West Coast team that's perfect, then you can slot them in at nine and then you have or eight, and then you have, you know, you could you could start the playoffs a little later. Oh, I do want to update everybody about something. Remember when I said Giannis was at my swimming last week? Yes. He was not there this week. Oh no. But the attendance for the class that he was last week was jam-packed full. So the word spread and people <laughs> people were people, yeah. People, people were people disappointed. Whatever. Claws up, Timmy. Yeah, claws up. Get those claws up. No brewers. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.